Uh, this movie was nominated for 11 Academy Awards. Academy. Academy. That's not the Cleveland accent. My, my dad and my mom watching the, the Academy Awards. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Fifty Reasons to Visit Ireland from Crystal Travel and Tours in Boston. My name is Caitlin, and I spent a semester in Ireland. And I'm Joe, and I lived on a farm in the west of Ireland for the first 22 years of my life. We've been breaking down many things that make Ireland such a cool place to visit. Uh, it's an overused phrase, but there really is something for everyone there, and we're hoping we've already proven that, but we're going to keep trying to prove that. We sure will. We have various themes we'll focus on, and within those themes we'll count up from 1 all the way through to 50. Our current theme is filming locations. Last week we did old-timey movies. This week, mm. new-timey movies? <laughs> I don't know, just new movies. Is timey a word? I don't think timey is a I word. I love the word timey. I think we made it a word. It's it's a word. Okay. All right. It, it, it's a word today. How about that? To clarify, uh, we mentioned in the last episode, we chose to define new movies as anything after 1992. That was our cutoff, uh, which sadly makes us both old in our in our own definition. We're going to get hurt. I feel very sad about that. We know we're not movie critics, but we get to be for the next 40 minutes or so. Let's dive into some of these movies, shall we? So, we can't talk about new movies uh, without mentioning Leap Year. Oh, we're going to start with the worst one first and move on. Is that the is that the plan here? I mean, your word's not <laughs> mine, but I, I can second that, yes. Uh, starring Leap Year starring Amy Adams and Matthew Good. This is a romantic comedy, and... A comedy maybe not even on purpose because it has so many yeah. moments that are comedic, right? Absolutely. Uh, that re- was released in 2010. Now, if you like this movie or really want to see this movie, sorry, but not sorry. It's kind of the worst, and spoilers are on their way, right? I, feel oh, like I mean, yeah, the, the, spoil- the spoilers back. are a given at this stage. <laughs> Joe's got a lot of beef with this, uh, in case you haven't been able to uh, pick up on that. The biggest thing being how geographically confused it is, but we'll get into that later, don't worry. I will say College Me uh, loved this movie. I, with my three roommates, popped a little hello glass of wine, cheese and crackers, would have a girls' night watching chick flicks, and this was one of them, and sadly my friends are like, oh, he's so dreamy, oh, I bet this is what Ireland is really like, oh, da 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 false. So, Caitlin... I know I'm referring to myself in the third person. I matured. I grew up, and I can attest that uh, this is this is not this is not the real thing, not the real deal. And uh, the leading man basically said this. Yeah, <laughs> said exactly. the same thing. He actually, after the movie, I think it was after the movie came out. I hope it wasn't when he was supposed to be bigging it up and you know <laughs> marketing the movie. He said people may call it the worst movie of 2010, and the main reason he signed on for the role was to be near his girlfriend and newborn daughter at the time, because he is English. And a lot of movies and stuff he would have to sign on for would be in the US, which is further away than Ireland. So, so. if you got to make a crappy movie, <laughs> that's kind of a good reason why, right? So yeah, I, I kind of respect... Be near his daughter. I, I respect you know, him for that and reason. And the girlfriend, whatever. I guess, you know, all right. I don't excuse him for his Irish accent, but I respect him for his decision. <laughs> I will say I had this movie on when I was packing to go to Ireland in April, just to have something on mm-hmm. the background. 
And there were so many moments where I just, I really realized how much I'd grown. I was very proud of myself. So the movie starts with leading lady Anna, who's played by Amy Adams. Um, she's beyond ready for her boyfriend Jeremy, played by Adam Scott, who I, I do, believe I do, was I in Parks like and Adam Rec, Scott. right? Yeah, yeah. He's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, she's beyond ready for Jeremy to propose to her. She gets all psyched up when he plans this special dinner for them. She's thinking he's going to do it. Instead, she just gets diamond earrings, so not so fun, not so fun. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do that to Christina? Did you ever, like... Did she ever think you were going to propose and then, um, like... Am, am I married to Christina now? Yes. Do you think I would have gotten away with something like that <laughs> and gotten to... Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. So, shortly after she is disappointed with these diamond earrings, um, and her heart's kind of broken, he leaves from Boston to fly to Dublin for a work conference, as you do when you're, what, a cardiologist or whatever, yes. whatever he is, you know. Um, and then she gets this idea that thus becomes the whole plot of the movie. As tradition has it, when a woman proposes to a man in Ireland on leap day, he has to say yes. So that's not desperate at all, right? That's not... (laughs) It may come to that for me one day. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) So going off this, um, Anna decides to, you know, fly to Dublin and meet up with Jeremy. Is this a legit tradition? Without telling him, right? Without telling him, yes. Is it a legit tradition that a man is not allowed to say no to a proposal? I mean... There, There is a tradition of, yes, <laughs> that is the day women are allowed to propose, kind of, or it is, you know, seen as acceptable. But is it that popular over there? I, nobody in my circle of people I know have done it, but yeah, I mean, okay. I've heard of it, you know, like, on the radio, where, where people say that they propose to their girlfriend and stuff, yeah. And obviously we're in a newer age now, where right. that kind of thing does actually happen, and traditional proposals aren't as, as big there a thing. There is no tradition so, anymore, yeah. You know. Okay. But yeah, it is, it's, it's a thing, I guess. All right, all right. So, during Anna's flight to Dublin from Boston, um, there's some bad turbulence, and this is the first sign of, like, the geographic (laughs) nuts uh, that's going on right now. Um, Her plane from Boston is then rerouted to Cardiff, Wales, which makes no sense at all, because if you look at a map, I mean, maybe there's some, like, arrow whatever thing that I don't know. I'm not a pilot, but if you look at a map, you got Boston here, you got Dublin here. No one can see where I'm putting my hands right now. <laughs> but we got we got Boston, we got Boston in the west. We got Dublin like eh, you know, east m- mid east of Ireland, I guess you'd say. Then we got Cardiff Wales in like the southeast from Dublin. So so why? Just why, right? Yeah. Do you agree it, with me on no, this? No, I mean, it makes absolutely no Thank sense you. to me. No sense. It, it had to have been like one. that they flew over Dublin and were considering Past landing and were like, turbulence. holy shit, turbulence is oh, all no. over Ireland, so we oh, can't go we to Shannon or we can't circle for a little bit. No. So let's go to a completely different country. Yeah, that makes perfect sense, right? So then, making even more sense, even more logical, she decides, because she's, you know, just so, she has to propose to her boyfriend, she decides to rent a boat from Cardiff, Wales to take her to Cork, okay, in the southern region of Ireland. Joe, if if you want to say something here. No, no, continue. Okay, okay. yell in a minute. (laughs) But severe storm, um, a severe storm, forces her to stop in Dingle? Dingle? No, we've talked about Dingle. We've talked about Dingle. Okay, we didn't we didn't give you guys a map, but we've talked about Dingle, right? Yes, we've right? talked about Dingle. Let's pull out a map. Dingle is in the southwestern region of Ireland, long past Cork, long past Dublin, of course. Dublin is in the east portion, far more north than either of those areas. It's too weird. I don't like it. They're insulting our intelligence. Did no one do their homework? 
boats don't go from Cardiff to <laughs> that too anywhere other than they that go too. they go from Hollyhead in Wales in Wales to um God even I'm having trouble we they, they them only go from the west coast of Wales and England to the east coast of Ireland they do not go to the south coast of Ireland yeah and if they did go to the south coast of Ireland you would not end up on the west coast of Ireland <laughs> having uh, what was it detour or what, what was a storm forced uh, yeah, in, a like storm. Was, was that storm located only in Cork and that's why they had to go around the entire southern end of Ireland and back into the west coast and into a peninsula I don't even know if there's a harbour there is a bit of a harbour in Dingle yeah but it's mostly <laughs> for people who want to go out to the close islands or to see the dolphin that oh is there it's Bungie. just like there was no research done for this and it was it's so sad it's if you were the director <laughs> what would you have had happen Joe if I was the director have her plane land in Shannon okay. because that's the other big airport in Ireland okay for some you know have, there's turbulence or Dublin airport is closed due to a storm sure right, have, them right. la- have them land in Shannon great and then she has to take a bus to Dublin which is across the country <laughs> confuse the Irish language somehow I like that Dublin some humour or Dingle she looks at a sign she goes which one of them is Dublin in Irish on Dangan sounds like week. Dublin let's give her a few exactly. minutes on <laughs> um and then she ends up going the opposite direction and ends out in the Dingle Peninsula in the middle of nowhere and you can I, I can even see the scene now where she's on the bus for an hour and all of a sudden it's not getting any more built up somebody tells her it's going to take two hours because I drove Dingle to Shannon the other day it takes two hours Shannon to Dublin takes a little more than two hours and you can have an old man tell her oh Jesus you can go go down there and you'll see you'll get built up and blah 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 after two hours that was good good job I could do this movie again and it would be you could direct it you could could be an actor in it you could do it all but yeah she ends up in a little fishing village in or or Dingle then instead might I say too I feel like a scene like that would have given her a little bit of a personality I feel like she was a little blah in this movie I know we're not really here to like critique all the acting I do do like Amy Adams but yeah she's great but this was not her role anyways moving on moving on so regardless of of the geography um, she meets this innkeeper Declan O'Callaghan, who is easy on the eyes, played by Matthew Good, um, and he agrees to drive her to Dublin, makes fun of her nearly the entire journey, an Irishman making fun of an American <laughs> woman. Well, does that sound familiar at all, Joe? Does that, I feel like that... Caitlin Ekkonchak, no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. Any bells. Do, so are we telling them how it ends? Are we, are we, are we going to do this? No. Okay. I mean, I mean you can guess. Okay. Yeah, I mean, come on, it's predictable, right? Like, you know, it's not not that romantic comedies. I mean, they can be good, but yeah, predictable. Anyways, so you, you kind of get that they they fall for each other, right? Despite the fact that this movie received a lot of negative reviews, it was filmed in some rather beautiful places, which is why we're talking about it. But they're not the places you were led to believe they were. Boston is not technically Boston in the movie. The scenes supposedly in Boston were shot in and around Dublin Castle in Ireland. Same deal with Far and Away. Not quite Dublin Castle, but yeah, Boston, or yeah, Dublin depicted exactly. Boston in that movie as well. Exactly. Dingle, Ireland, um, and the Dingle Peninsula were, were never filmed at all. They were never really on screen. Um, the cliffs depicted were in County Galway, not Dingle. Um, and, and then Inishmore stands in for Dingle. Um, 
The supposed Dingle Peninsula is really nowhere near Dingle County, Kerry, uh, and Declan's pub is in the village of Kilmervy on Inishmore. So. And when they go across the country, because Ireland is such a huge country and it takes them like days to get across it, um, the rock that they see, the big hill that they climb up that she falls down, would oh, be yeah. would be perfectly the Rock of Cashel if they wanted to do that. But instead, I think they filmed the Rock of Dunamays and put in a lot of CGI into it instead. Which is and just so And didn't, didn't call it the Rock of Cashel either. They just... Oh, I, come on. And they filmed that stuff in the Wicklow Mountains. And was, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to stop. Let's move on to the next oh, movie, please. Oh, so let's move away. <laughs> <laughs> Joe needs a breather. Joe needs to chill for a Very second. pretty scenery, though. Yes. I will say that. Gorgeous scenery. Gorgeous scenery. And some good music, too. Let's move away from the romantic comedy genre for a minute or two and talk about our next film, Saving Private Ryan. Literally a minute or two. Is that all you're going to give me on Saving I Private mean, Ryan? You know, before moving to you the know. Next? All right, let's say five minutes. All right. Um, all right. So this 1998 American epic war drama film is set during the invasion of Normandy in World War II. It's partially based on a true story of four siblings who all served in the U.S. Army during the war. The actual beaches in Normandy, where Allied forces invaded France had strict filming regulations, which is why the opening D-Day scene uh, needed to be shot somewhere else. Steven Spielberg, maybe you've heard of him, who directed the movie, wanted an almost exact replica of Omaha Beach and its landscape for the movie, so he found what he was looking for in Ireland. Hmm. Did you know that, Joe? I, I, feel like I, I may that. well have, yeah. I feel like you had yeah. a hunch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nominated for 11 Academy Awards, this movie won five. Best Cinematography, Best Sound, Best Sound Effects Editing, blah, blah, blah. We can keep going. We've got Best Film Editing, Best Director. It also won the Golden Globe for Best Motion Picture, and I feel like having a little bit of Ireland in it definitely helped, wouldn't you say so? It sure did. Mm-hmm. Um, th- it, as far as I know, it's only the opening scene that was shot in Ireland. Yes. But... As far the as I reason, know as well. The reason we included this is because that opening scene is one of the most iconic opening scenes in movie history, mm-hmm. and it goes on for quite a long time, and it was all shot on a beach and, in the east of Ireland. And it's something that when veterans saw, of course, you know, it was very moving regardless, but it felt so real and mm-hmm. hit home so much that they had trouble watching, you know, yeah. which, yeah. I mean, that's art, really, if you mm-hmm. think about it. So apart from England and France, um, movie set destinations include. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this. Ballinasker Beach, nice, got it, got it. I got a head nod. Uh, Curriculum Strand in County Wexford. A plus, Caitlin. Good job. Thank for you. Thank you. All of I mean, I did make it on time to work today after being locked out of my apartment and not having keys to get to work. So I feel like I can do anything today. Like I said earlier. Nice. I feel pretty good. Okay. Nice. All right. Okay. So uh, this is the location, as we mentioned, of where the D-Day scene was shot. Over 2,500 Irish Reserve Army troops were recruited to portray the Allied forces storming the beach. And as I feel like we mentioned this in a podcast, or at least at least in just conversation, so many people in Ireland have been movie extras, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know it's it's not movie or TV extras or as TV well. extras it's as because well. Because in recent years of other things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good point. Um, this scene alone cost $12 million due to the logistical difficulties and the realistic scope needed to complete the sequence, and filming lasted about two months. Do you have any... I know I have not seen all of this movie, sadly. I've seen I've seen most, but not all, so is there anything that... anything I haven't touched upon? No, but there is one interesting thing that happened is the village, I think it's 
Kirklow was the village as well, mm -hmm. um, where this was shot. Obviously, saw a huge influx of movie people come into the the town or the village for the two months around the filming of this. And when they got there, they realized they didn't have the right level of electricity or the right mm. grade of electricity or whatever. Yeah. So part of that 12 minute budget went into rewiring the entire city basically wow. to, to make that work for the film crew to, to be able to film. My goodness. Which is pretty cool. My goodness. Well, another film featuring epic battles that we're going to cover today is Braveheart, starring the kind of dreamy, back in the day, complete douche tool. I don't know if I can say that, but I'm really trying to make that he's, word a thing. Okay, that word is not going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. One day. Stop trying to make douche Stop tool happen. Stop trying to make douche tool happen. It's going to happen. Um, he's kind of a douche tool today, right? He's, he's kind of been forgiven, though, a little bit. Why? Because, I don't know. Time has passed, just, just I guess. Just time? That's yeah, not fair. Pretty That's, much. I, I don't believe. Okay, whatever. Fine. Anyways, <laughs> Mel Gibson stars in this movie. He directed it, too, which, you know, um, as this is a film about Scotland's beloved William Wallace, you would think it wouldn't be mentioned in an Ireland-themed podcast. However, most of its battle scenes, and let me tell you, there are many because I watched this last week, were filmed in Ireland. This 1995 epic war film tells the partially true story of how one of Scotland's heroes came to be. First, you got his father, um, who's killed when William is a young boy. I feel like that's just like every hero story, right? You know, you have to have the parents forced, die. forced to become a man. Exactly. Long before you have he to is grow a man. up before you're ready. Exactly. Um, and then he falls in love with a woman named Murren. He marries her in secret because the English is that is that actually how you spell it? Yeah, M U R R O N. Wow. Yeah. Are you going to check me on this? No, I'm not going to check you. you I'm, I'm surprised. I just always assumed it would be M-U-I-R-R-E-M-U-I-R-E-A-N-N. Oh. Well, maybe IMDB spelled it wrong. No, that's fine. No, if, if, if I, I, would, I would trust IMDB on but, how... But maybe... Seriously, maybe they did. Maybe they don't know. how Mel Gibson would spell it. But yeah, there's, a, there's an Irish name <laughs> okay. called okay. Marin that is spelled like Interesting. that. Interesting. Anyways, he marries her in secret because the English king has this law, you know, it's... Prima Nocte. Bit of a nuisance, right? An English soldier or nobleman must spend the wedding night with the Scottish bride whenever there is a marriage. They live happily for a while until the English pay a visit and try to rape Murren. William Wallace is able to save her initially, but in the end, she's captured and then publicly executed. Well, you know, this isn't really going to sit too well with William Wallace. I, you know, I mean, come on. It's, it's William Wallace, and it's, it's Braveheart. The rest of the film consists of countless battles with him um, at the lead, and he's trying to avenge her death, at least in his mind. And ultimately, the goal is, like, for it, like, for it. Freedom! It's almost as if Mel Gibson is in the room with us right now. <laughs> We're both getting our acting debuts right now. <clears throat> so, I have a little bit of beef with this movie. Okay, so I can I stop you first before you give the beef? And and this time I can see that you want to talk yeah. as opposed to last week when I had no clue. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I'm back in the office after he my is trip back to in, the office. In, in case you can't tell from the sound, it doesn't, doesn't sound like it was recorded on a potato this week, which is nice. There you go. Um, this is one of my favorite movies ever, mm. and I, before Caitlin gets in with her beef, I know in the same way Leap Year is geographically inept of anything. I know Braveheart has its historical inaccuracies, obviously, um, but I, it, it's still a really great movie. Go on. Okay. All right. So first off, you got longevity. This is nearly a three-hour movie. They could have cut like ten battles. How long is Scotland's history? Is it a little over three hours or... 
Yes, but I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Continue. I don't care. Um, also, I had a world history teacher in high school. Now, granted, this was before I'd seen the movie. Um, who swore that this was like the only movie that made him cry, and he was the coolest dude ever. So it really set the bar high for me. And I just, I don't see it. I didn't cry. And my heart. Then stone. And my heart lives. Um, you also think there's going to be this great love story, and there kind of is. But, like, you know, Mern's only on screen for about half an hour or so. Then she dies. Understandable, understandable. You know, had to be done. But then, William Wallace actually starts falling for this other girl. And she's, what, the future wife of the of the prince? Or she's the wife of the she's prince. French princess. Yeah, exactly. But she's, Sophie Marisol. How could you not fall in love with Sophie Marisol? No, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. But listen, if you're going to marry me one day... Okay, now this is not like Caitlyn's eHarmony profile or anything like that. But if you're going to. I feel gonna... like it's turned into that in the last <laughs> three weeks. If you're going to marry me. GSOH. And you're going <laughs> to. If you're going to marry me, and then you're going to, like, you know, I'm going to die and you're going to avenge my death and everything, and you're going to tell me that you're only going to love me, right? Because he does say that. He says, I'll love you and only you for the rest of, uh, rest of my life, not her life, but his mm-hmm. life. And then, and then, you're going to fall in love with this other girl. We can't have that. That's not okay. I will haunt the shit out of you. I will. Oh, you're one of, well, if I knew you were one of those beforehand, <laughs> then I definitely wouldn't have said any of that because... No, she's great. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. You're crazy. Mm, that's what crazy people say, okay? <laughs> Anyways, I do like this movie to an extent, um, no, not to an extent, that sounds like I hate the movie. I do like the movie. (laughs) (laughs) I do like the movie. I think it has some very good moments. There's some really good acting. I had beef with some of it, but, you know, I think overall it's, it's a decent film. Joe, we know you love this movie. Is there anything that I left out before I head on to movie set destinations? Uh, no. I can talk about anything else I know about it in that part of the segment. Okay. All right, very good. So we've got, uh, Bective Abbey in County Meath. All the scenes depicting London were actually shot here. Then you've got Curragh, 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 Curragh. Forget okay. about basically forget about the GH. For, forget forget the Curragh. GH. By GH, no one needs you anyways. Curragh Plains in County Kildare, where the Battle of Stirling Bridge was filmed, and uh, scenes set in New York were actually filmed at Trim Castle in County Meath, which I think we've talked about. Trim Castle, which is funny huh? because Trim Castle is a stone castle, mm-hmm. but York in the movie is actually. A wooden castle so they basically built wooden ramparts around hmm. trim castle to make it look hmm. older than it was yeah yeah which was which was pretty cool interesting other things of interest yes braveheart was released in 1995 so it was probably shot in 1994 and they used irish defense forces or the reserves um for the extras in the battle scenes for that because they did such a good job in that movie they were then used in Braveheart as well as the extras on the beach. And that's why... <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, so the more you know. I know a lot of a lot of this kind of shit. So I yeah, could probably too. go on for a I while. Know, but I know a lot of things. A lot of things. Yeah. Moving on to a film that's got a little bit of everything. Uh, we've got The Lobster, which is just... There's just, there's just so much. There's just so, so much here. I... Love Braveheart. I love Saving Private Ryan. I obviously hate Leap Year. I <laughs> do not know how I feel about the Lobster. That's how it's I feel. Such a weird movie. It's bizarre. But at the same time, I kind of liked it, and I almost cried at the end. So mm. we'll get we'll unwrap my emotions we'll as get we go. There. On. We'll, we'll, it'll be an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. We will. We're all in this together. 
Uh, the Lobster stars Colin Farrell and Rachel. Is it Weiss or Weiss? Weiss. 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 I love her. I have a little bit of a girl crush on her. I just think it's she's okay. cool. And she's such a good actress. I just, I mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. this movie is set in a dystopian near future where single people are given 45 days to find a romantic partner or otherwise uh, be turned into animals. Gotta stop you there, Caitlin. No, it's not your eHarmony profile, but what animal would you choose? I was gonna ask you later. <laughs> I was gonna ask you later. That's not fair. Um, I feel like I'd be a penguin. Because penguins, they mate for life. And they give each other little pebbles. Oh, how adorable would a pebble be? Like, that's freaking cute. That's all you need in life and <laughs> somebody to give you a pebble. Literally, one of my best oh, friends from college and I have this ongoing thing, although she's found, like, a really great boyfriend. But if we, if we, if we were, like, not going to... This isn't where you think it's going. But if we were, like, not going to find guys, we were just going to give each other a pebble and just, like, be the best of friends forever. We already are. But, like, we text each other, like, I'm going to send you a pebble soon whenever we're having guy problems. When you, when you listen back to this, I think you should be much. We should maybe, like, take this stuff out. It's a little embarrassing. I just, you know, the microphone comes out, and it's just like, Caitlin's diary just yeah. opens up, opens up. I think I'd be, I think I'd be a, a penguin. Fair what enough. would you be, Joe? You're not supposed to say a dog. That's what they see in the movie. Everybody says dog. Me. That's why there's so many dogs. You can guess what Colin Farrell might have said based on the title of the movie, anyway. I have a hunch. No. <laughs> I don't know what I'd be, um... Is that a cop out? Am I allowed just to skip on, or you do I have to give You can't ask me the question and not Why have not? an answer yourself. That's against the rules. Okay, um, I have an idea. Let's tell each other what we think we would be. Okay, I think you'd be a penguin. No! <laughs> no! Come on! Come on! What do you think I would be? Penguin. No. Um, a sheep. Genuinely. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you would be. Horse. You could see a horse. A horse, a work horse, uh, a wild horse. I think work horse, because you like the farm. Well, you don't, yeah, I, I could see it. I could see it. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. Alright. It is a pretty weird movie, but people like weird, and the 89th Academy Awards proved that because it was nominated for Best Original Screenplay. Fun fact David, who's played by Colin Farrell, Arrives a fat Colin Farrell, by the way. A fat Colin Farrell, yeah. Put on a lot of weight with, for with this. a weird, with a little weird, like facial thing yeah. going on. I'm just, I'm not, I don't know. It's well, that not. was that was the whole point. He wasn't supposed to be. I know. And that's what part of what makes it weird because they could have just cast a normal an guy. actor who looks like that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So David arrives at this resort with a dog who explain he explains is his brother. His brother has gone through this process and sadly it hasn't worked out. Um. And participants, as I mentioned earlier, oh no, I didn't mention this earlier, participants get to pick which animal they would be. So you're not just assigned it, you get to pick, which is why we asked Mm -hmm. that question earlier. David chooses a lobster. Bet you you didn't see that one coming. I asked you, Joe, what animal you would choose, but let me ask you now, what were your thoughts on this movie? I know you said there were just, there's just so much, there's just, yeah, I don't know. It was was really weird, and I didn't know where it was going, but at the same time, at no point did I want to turn it off. And as I said, I did almost cry at the end, even though I'm not sure I agreed totally with where it went. And how they, I mean, they could have made different choices and other choices and better choices. Yeah. But I, I think I liked it. I'll have to watch it a second time to actually figure it out. But I, I have a confession. I didn't finish it because I had to stream it, and then I had bad <laughs> internet connection like halfway through, so I don't know how it ends. So please don't ruin it. I for won't. Me. Okay, thank you. 
there are some weird moments though like they go on these like killing sprees and isn't it like if you kill someone you get their you get, an you get extra their day, day huh? or yeah like, you get an extra, extra day three days or something whatever yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean kind of Hunger Games almost you know, I mean not but it just it's just it's just so many things my mind's blown <laughs> all right let's move on to movie set destinations so one of the big ones in fact maybe the, the biggest big one, one the yeah. big one the draw we've got Park Nasilla Resort in Sneem. This is where pretty much all of the movie was shot, I would say. It's an 18th century manor house and four-star hotel in County Kerry. Park Nozilla Resort is the perfect place to find romance, as they tried to do in the movie, or just to enjoy a relaxing weekend with your other half. It's set among 500 acres of untouched wilderness and endless hiking trails which run along Kenmere Bay. Can't say enough about how great this resort is, but... Um, the the room that that David stays in is, is you could stay in you, you could make that the, your room the hot tub where a couple cool. of the scenes were made or just it's just part of it's the just, it's just, just part like, of the yeah, uh, hotel it's just it's, there you it's pretty cool just because they didn't they changed nothing basically yeah. they just shot it as is exactly which is pretty cool and it's a great place to explore the Ring of Kerry in the Wild Atlantic way as well then you've got <laughs> quite Quilcha. Whoa. <laughs> Quilcha Estate in Dromore Woods, County Kerry. Uh, many of the four scenes were shot here, as I kind of mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. And they're, you know, it's a great place to kind of hike and really see a lot of this for yourself, I would say. And hunt some singles and get yourself a few more days there before you, you go. get turned into a penguin. I mean, maybe you bring, you know, your gun or your, your, your bow and arrow uh, or what Not have so you. fun fact, but Quilcha is the Irish forestry board... So obviously they own that forest okay. because they, they look after the trees in Ireland basically is what that's about. Interesting. And my uncle works for them and also Christina's uncle works for them and they work in the same office together. So there you go. Really? <laughs> yeah. Did they ever meet anybody famous for the movie or anything? They had nothing to do with them. Oh, I, I don't think so they were sad. in that forest on those days. They were in Galway probably. Of course. <laughs> of course they were. It's not, it's not just them two that do work at Quilcha. There's other offices and really branches in the wow! <laughs> wow! Didn't even plan that one. It just kind of <laughs> happened. All right, move um, on to move on to your movie. All right, so we can't forget. P.S. I love you, starring Hilary Swank and the wonderful bad accent. Um, <laughs> you know, whatever we want to say there, we Gerard Butler. We should probably do a ranking of who had the best accent out of Gerard Butler, Matthew Goodergood, and Tom Cruise. Ooh, I I say Matthew. Good, good, good. He gave it a he gave it an effort, I guess. In fairness to him. Did you like Tom Cruise's? No, oh, Jesus, no. And, and, <laughs> I don't know. And Gerard Butler's was bad his too. Was, his was, I think, the worst, probably. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Well, we, we can get there. We'll get there. P.S. I Love You is based on the 2004 novel that goes by the same name, written by Cecilia Ahern. Fun fact, Joe. Originally, the story from the book takes place entirely in Ireland. The author's Irish, so the I guess author, that makes sense. Fun, fun fact within a fun fact, the author is the daughter of the former Taoiseach of Ireland, Bertie Ahern, hmm. who spent three terms as Taoiseach in the 90s and 2000s, I would say. Yeah. And what what is that for people who Taoiseach, don't know? The Taoiseach is the Prime Minister or the head. Okay. The, okay. All right. Yeah. Very good. Since this is an American movie, only part of the movie actually takes place in Ireland. I think it kind of gives it a, a different, whole different feel because of that. The story starts out with Holly and Jerry Kennedy, played by Hilary Swank and Gerard Butler. They're a happily married couple, deeply in love, who live on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. 
Jerry sadly and suddenly dies of a brain tumor, and Holly is just deeply distraught. Before he died, however, he planned ahead and wrote Holly a series of letters that would guide her um, through her grief and in a sort of journey to rediscover herself. Each letter is signed, P.S. I love you. There it is. It's so, there it's just, it it's, is. it's so I'm sweet. crying just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out the Kleenex. Uh, Jerry arranges a trip for Holly and her friends as well uh, to go back to his homeland of Ireland, which is also where they first met. I feel like you wouldn't find William Wallace doing something like this, Joe. Because he's a complete jerk, is that it? He's not a jerk, he's just... Because he loves two women in his life, that was the sick, how dare he? There's a part in Braveheart where he's like, I feel her always. What, what, when you're sleeping with Murren, or with, with Murren, with, with whatever her name is, the the, the French princess, you feel her then? No. Absolutely. That's too weird, that's too weird. Okay, anyways, so... This movie's got a lot of things that just seem quintessentially Irish, like the Galway Girl song, but then it's got some very non-Irish things, like Gerard Butler's accent, as we mentioned earlier. I don't know what was so wrong with casting an Irish person to be in this movie, or really any of these movies. What, Again, what, the, what, the, the problem there is, well, sometimes the problem uh, there is they need to have a certain box office appeal, and yeah. I think Gerard Butler was probably after 300 at that point, and his star was big time on the rise. All right, all and right. they needed women like you who were in love with Gerard Butler to turn <laughs> up at the cinema. You can't cast Colin Farrell in every single one of these roles because it just doesn't not. work that way. It's not so believable and anymore. There's, there's just not enough Irish act. I mean, Brendan Gleeson wouldn't work as your your um, Jerry Kennedy or whatever his name is here. Um, Liam Neeson would, but he's about 20 years too old for it at this point. If, so. if Jerry was like kind of dead but then coming back to kill her and just I will find you it's not what he does all the time sometimes he does that on a plane sometimes he does it in different (laughs) countries so Joe what were your thoughts on this movie I I like it I think there's some minor issues with it but I like it overall I think think it's it's pretty good I think it's fine as romantic comedies go I guess there's some sort of a hook to it compared to other movies which does help I guess it's not your typical rom-com which is a little refreshing but Overall, yeah, fine, I would say. I cry at the the last (laughs) scene every time I get goosebumps, goosebumps. So despite many negative reviews from critics, mostly about Hilary Swank's performance, she won 2008 People's Choice Irish Film and Television Award for Best International Actress. Fun fact. Also, I'm watching The Office again, and anytime I hear Hilary Swank, I'm like, hot, not hot. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. (laughs) I think she's pretty. I don't know if I go hot... But I'm gonna say pretty. Joe, I, I would, hot, ne- not I would, hot. I would never degrade a woman by talking to her, talking about her like that. So never. We'll, we'll, she's pretty. We'll say hot. We'll say hot. <laughs> we'll, we'll be nice. We'll say hot. She's cool. So movie set destinations worth visiting in Ireland. Uh, you've got Sally Gap in Wicklow Mountains National Park. Sally Gap is one of two east to west passes across the Wicklow Mountains. I believe it's where Holly meets Jerry, actually. So she's walking down and she's My good. eyes are just starting to glaze over right now, Kate. I haven't seen this in quite a while and I <laughs> she's definitely She's very bohemian looking and she's just this girl who doesn't care and oh, there's Jerry, you know. Anyways, alright. Um, Whelan's Pub is another one on Wexford Street in Dublin. Uh, it's featured in the pub scene where Gerard Butler is seen singing. Uh, it's a traditional country pub in the heart of the city, famous for its atmosphere, quality, and live music. Then you've got the village of Lacken, which overlooks the Blessington Lakes. 
Very charming. Yeah, so a lot of this movie was set in the Wicklow Mountains, and yes. a lot of movies and TV shows have scenes set in the Wicklow Mountains too. The Wicklow Mountains are really, really stunning and beautiful and gorgeous, and that's the reason, or one of the reasons why TV shows and movies keep on going back and back and back. There is also a movie studio set somewhere within the Wicklow Mountains for indoor scenes and stuff like that, which does help, because obviously for transport and stuff, sure. um, it you know saves money. But yeah, it's it's a gorgeous, gorgeous part of the country. Very pretty. So there are some other movies that we would talk about if we could, but we don't have all the time in the world. We wish we did. Uh, we forgot to mention last week The Princess Bride. Uh, but in fairness, I feel like we talk about this literally every other episode, so <laughs> that is, it's an old-timey movie is how we would classify it, I believe. My name is Inigo Montoya. <laughs> you killed my father. Prepare to die. Anyway. Joe hates this movie. It's I not, love it's the not movie. a good movie. It's a great movie. Um, the Cliffs of Moore are shown in this film, or The Cliffs of Insanity. Very, very briefly. I was really disappointed because I... The, the main reason I watched this movie was because I heard there was Irish filming locations in it and the Cliffs of Insanity are in it for like a minute and half of them I'd say are within in studio and there's like three or four shots but of the Cliffs of Moher. then you've got Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince that's got like a what two three minute scene near the cliffs in one of the caves but you still um, watch that right? Harry Potter is a good movie. Harry Potter. They're both good <laughs> movies. They're both good movies. Anyway, so there's two movies. Uh, that... One movie that isn't mentioned here that I want to mention is Michael Collins. Um, about the one of the most famous men in Irish history, Michael Collins. Um, mm-hmm. It probably wasn't a massive international hit, but it's a really, really great movie. Again, has some historical inaccuracies, much like Braveheart, mm-hmm. but it is excellent, and Liam Neeson is... Michael Collins in it and mm-hmm. it's I think early 90s could be 97 which is late 90s but uh, definitely should be mentioned here I've not heard of that I'll have to check that out and then on our list uh, last but not least we've got Vikings it's a popular show uh, probably heard of it featured on the History Channel and again uses the Wicklow Mountains um, and it's greater region for many of its scenes and I goddamn love this show it's, it's a good show so so good I it is a good I think show it's excellent and the scenery, the Wicklow Mountain scenery again, which I've talked about already, plays a huge role in it because the the um, main village where a lot of the stuff is set, Katagat, is filmed beside one of the lakes. I think it's Loch Dan in the Wicklow Mountains, and they you know build it every year, and they have actual replica um, Viking longboats on the lake or on the loch, and it's just really really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Word. So now... That's all we've got, I think, for films and filming locations. But as far as, I guess, wrapping that up and tying it in, we don't just want you to watch these movies. But if you have seen these movies, we can show you where to go Mm -hmm. and set it up that way. But before that, we're going to do some trivia and some Caitlin and Conch. And as usual, I've done an amazing job with trivia. I've done, like, the best slideshow ever. My gosh. I have animations and everything. Wait till you see it. The talk. Trivia episode took, like, five minutes. Trivia, episode one. Question. <coughs> Excuse me. In which of the movies mentioned did one of the actors get hit in the forehead during a strip sequence and have to be taken to the hospital to get stitches? Okay. Now, the five main movies we mentioned. I know, but in fairness, I didn't see all of The Lobster, 
so that's not fair. That's your fault. No, that's not my fault. That's my that's but my internet's fault. I, that's I, your fault. I, technically, I, I am the, the internet. The Wi-Fi. Uh-huh. Give me my Wi-Fi. Okay, well, <laughs> let's okay. make this easier. It's not the lobster. Okay, okay. I feel like Holly strips in what you call it. Uh, P.S. I love you. Is there a stripping? Is there a stripping scene in Leap Year? I don't think so. Oh damn it! Leap Year. I'm not. No, no. P.S. I love you. P.S. I love you. P.S. I love you. P.S. I love you. Yes. Yes. I told you I can do anything today. <laughs> During the filming of a strip sequence, Gerard Butler's suspenders hit Hilary Swank on the forehead. She received a cut and had to be taken to hospital, where she received several stitches. Interesting. Yeah. Sad as well. Another mark against Gerard Butler, though, in fairness. I, yeah, I guess so. Question. Which movie production worked almost entirely with natural light and no makeup? You can rule out at least two of them straight away. Yeah. The two war movies. I want to say The Lobster. I don't know why I held that. That's a little creepy Sorry. there. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that, was, that was pretty bad. Yeah, this is, this is not horror movies made in Ireland. Um, ah, let's, yeah, let's, we'll, mm, what's that the rule, lobster. What's that rule for the obvious choice is the, the right lobster. Because Braveheart, I feel like he definitely needs. The lobster. Needed, yes, I feel like he definitely needs. Production worked almost entirely with natural light and without makeup. Lighting was only used for some night scenes. All right. Of the two war films we discussed, Saving Private Ryan and Braveheart, which one had to reshoot several of the major battle scenes and why? Why? Hell if I know. Well, guess which one first. Braveheart, because... Make something up. He... It's pretty stupid. Had to go offend some people. He No, he, he, needed, he needed more makeup, and he didn't like how he Fair looked enough. on screen. It is Braveheart. And several of the major battle scenes had to be reshot as extras were seen wearing sunglasses and wristwatches. That's great. (laughs) And remember how I mentioned earlier, the extras in Braveheart were so good that they were asked to come back and do Saving Private Ryan three years later. So, yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. Even in spite of that, I guess it worked out. My goodness. I like that one. All right. Put these movies in order from least expensive to most (gasps) expensive budget. This is easier than you'd think it is. The Lobster, <clears throat> Leap Year, P.S. I Love You, Saving Private Ryan, Braveheart. Well, Saving Private Ryan, was that, like, $12 million or something for the one, I don't know. Um, I say Lobster, least expensive. Okay, okay. Then... Ah, I put ah, these... <clears throat> yes, I did. I put them in order of um, year release date, so as not to mix things up. Okay, so okay. That's, that's why okay. they're in I, that order. I see you. I see what you're doing. I see you. Uh, um, okay. Oh, but there's epic battle scenes. It's going to cost a lot of money. But then you got Amy Adams, who's going to... Um, she, she's not going to command that higher price. Yeah, if, I, if I don't... If they spent $12 million on the opening so. scene of Saving Private Ryan. All right, I say... P.S. I love you second. Okay. Oh, you're not showing me now. It means I'm wrong. I can't remember how I did this. Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, the lobster, P.S. I love you, leap year, brave heart, saving Private Ryan. Okay. You are close, but you're wrong as far as I know. Fudge. So leap year, 19 million. I almost said leap year second. P.S. I love you, 30 Damn million. Damn 
Saving Private Ryan, 70 million. Is Braveheart more or less than 70 million? Less. Less. 53 million. So here's your order. Lobster, All right. leap your PS, I love you. Alright, Braveheart, okay. Saving Private Ryan, you just got the two mixed up. Damn your two rom coms. Oh, That's so it. Close. That's all I've got. I know that was fun. Sorry. I enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty that. good at trivia. Yeah, well. Uh, our intern, Sabrina, did pretty much all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I just put together the cool graphics that nobody now we're can see. next. Yeah. So I made a really, really short and simple Caitlin and Conch for you this week because, as I said last week, um, road signs in Ireland. That's where you really need to know your stuff. Yeah. Where where actual Irish is written in Ireland, it's good to know okay. what they mean or what they say. <clears throat> so. Tower Ire. No. And okay. no either. Okay. No and no. Thor Ara. Thor Ara. Thor Ara. Yeah. Okay. Movie times. Movie times. Is that what road signs in Ireland say? movie times. Well, I know you said road signs, but then I also know, I didn't know this was, like, I thought, <laughs> I don't know, I'm laughing. I thought we're also applying these to, like, the... I can't do both. We're not, we're not, but, but, but these are signs you'd see at the movies. That's why I thought, okay, fine. I had it in my head. Okay. Don't think logically, Caitlin. Duh. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Enter here. No. Okay. Take care. Take care. Why is that on a road sign? There might be falling rocks. That's take might, there care. Might, there might be bendy bends. That's, that's very polite. <laughs> that's very cordial. No one's going to say take care in America. They're just going to say caution. Oh, they need to sort them their shit out then. That's, <laughs> that's what they need to I do. I like that. Maybe I will move to Ireland one day. <laughs> I feel like everybody's nicer. Just around February 27th, maybe. And then, yes. Yeah. With, maybe with a ring, you know. Yeah. Something, something. Alright, so Pots and Plans, our tour for the reason. We used this one last week, but it can definitely be used again. We're big fans of recycling. We are big fans of recycling here at Crystal Travel and Tours and 50 Reasons. Our tour for the reason is Cinematic Ireland. You've got eight nights staying in luxury castle hotels, but you don't have to stay in all luxury castle hotels. You can stay in tiny little B&Bs. You can stay you can in stay. other hotels. You can stay in one castle and three B&Bs in a castle. Whatever you want to do. You can stay in self-catering accommodation. You can do whatever you'd like. You. So you've got one night in Waterford. You get the chance to explore the Wicklow Mountains, check out Braveheart scenery, as well as PSI Love You um, on the Sally Gap Road and its scenes. It's scene locations, I should say. Um, and then you can also check out some Vikings locations as well. You get two nights in Ballyseed Castle, where you'll be near the Dingle Peninsula. Kind of uh, see, see the real one. The actual real one, which is even prettier than what you see in Leap Year. Or maybe as pretty. Aran Islands, Dingle, they're, they're both really, really nice. Mm -hmm. Then you get a night in Ashford Castle, near the Cliffs of Moor, uh, where, you know, Harry Potter, as we mentioned, and Princess Bride as well. Mm -hmm. And Ashford Castle, as we mentioned last week, is where... The Quiet Man. Yes, and they show the Quiet Man, like, all the, all time. the time. It's great. Then you get a night near Sligo, where you can take a break from some movie stuff and do a lot of just beautiful exploring. Sligo is a gorgeous area we've talked about a few times. There is actually a movie we didn't mention that maybe some people have seen called Calvary. Um, hmm. stars Brendan Gleeson and a lot of other Irish actors. It's really, really good and it's uh, definitely should watch it. 
but it is shot almost exclusively in Sligo and it, not almost it is exclusively shot in Sligo and the scenery there is fantastic because it takes in the shadow of Ben Bulban there's some really nice beaches there countryside woodlands it's basically it's about a priest who one of his parishioners threatened to kill him before the end of the movie basically hmm. at the start of the movie in confession they say that he's going to kill him the next day I think Wow. and he obviously knows who it is but can't say anything basically but we meet all of the parishioners then throughout the movie and then at the end we find out who it is and why after all this series of events goes on and it's it's surprising it's really really good and the scenery as I said it it's stunning there's a lot of drone footage of the, the countryside which that's is nice that's cool very good didn't mean to talk about that but I really like Sligo oh, so. alright <laughs> you, got, you got it in there I like it then you get two nights near Drogheda uh, which is nearby a lot of the Braveheart filming areas and then your last night is in Clontarf Castle in Dublin great way to end your trip being in Dublin regardless but you can check out some PSI love you spots while you're in the area or don't because well okay it's better than leap year <laughs> sure as with all of our self-drive tours, this is just a suggested itinerary. You can come and go as you please um, and fit in as many or as few of these destinations as you wish. Let's say you have ideas that you have places you want to see. We're happy to include them for you and give tips and suggestions along the way. Like I said earlier, if you want to stay in, if you want to stay in Park Nassilla, boom, there you go. Or, right? or if you just want to see Game of Thrones, Braveheart, Saving Private Ryan and Vikings filming locations easy peasy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's all we have for them today right sure all is we have. yeah oh, I, thought you said, I thought you said Joe is I was like Joe is what it sure is okay alrighty that wraps up our filming locations theme stay tuned for reason 22 coming out on Monday June 12th and this one's a double whammy because not only is it a reason but it's also it's own theme it's, it stands alone it's 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 a reason that needs no man. We were we were going to try and split that over three theme or three episodes, a theme over three episodes, but it, it felt like cheating a little bit, even though it's probably going to be a really long episode. Mm, yes. So Joe, if you would give us a little, there you go, there you go, give us a little drum roll, get ready. Reason number twenty-two is islands. Ireland is an island, but it also has a lot of islands, it especially dies. on the west coast, and they're some of the most beautiful parts of the country, and yes. they're some of the most inaccessible, but they're very much worth it, and people should definitely go there. And if you don't know anything, we're not going to tell you now, we're going to tell you next week. We want to remind you to visit 50reasonspodcast.com for upcoming episodes and show notes. Find us on Facebook at 50 Reasons Podcast. Uh, and Twitter at 50 Reasons Pod. And as always, please, 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 please <laughs> subscribe. harmonizing very well these days. I feel like we're on something here. Subscribe if you haven't already to our show at Apple Podcast. Until next time, everybody. Torara. Torara.